Good afternoon, everyone. I am Matthew Burris, and welcome to Mass World, where it is my world, and you all just live in it. And today it is Mental Health Monday, and got to get into something that uh, relates to my mental health. Well, it relates to both my physical and mental health. First. The kombucha of the day, it is pomegranate from HealthAid Kombucha. Yep, went grocery shopping and I got some kombucha. I'll have to pour this bad boy in. And this is a pretty good flavor here. You know, Health Aid, they always come out with the, with some of the best kombucha. And this is only 80 calories, too. So, cheers. Oh, that's good. And second, I want to um, I want to talk about uh, Friday's episode. Um, I tried to do a watch along for Bial. Um, for some reason, I was experiencing some technical difficulties. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I actually talked about it on my Instagram page at um, Matt's World TV. And I am going to try and upload. Um, I am going to try and do that episode over uh, this Friday. And hopefully uh, this episode will upload as well. Uh, we're going to see what happens. With this one i mean shit happens i mean what can i say you know shit happens so hopefully uh this episode will go along great now that i gotten that out of the way get into uh mental health monday and today i'm going to be talking about mountain dew and what does Mountain Dew have to do with mental health? Well, the thing is, um, over time, I became um, addicted to Mountain Dew. It, it increased my, uh, well, I'd say it re-increased my caffeine addiction. Um, I was first addicted to caffeine with... Um, with energy drinks and yeah I think I talked about it on um on a uh on a on, on one of my old episodes but just in case I haven't um you know I started out drinking energy drinks um you know in my early 20s and um you know I mean I wasn't like uh I mean when they first came out I wasn't like really into Red Bull you know I I would 
I mean, I would drink like Monster, and then I would get into like, uh, you know, to Rockstar, but the flavored Rockstar drinks, you know, and um, and then uh, the flavored Red Bulls, not the regular Red Bulls, you know. I mean, the regular Red Bulls, oh, they taste like crap. And then it was getting to the point where I was drinking two, three a day, and well, like once a week I would drink like two or three, and um, it was, um, you know, it was horrible, and um, and I tried to wean myself off, and then what really. Um, what really made me want to stop was when I had heard about a girl on spring break who had died um, through, due to um, heat exhaustion and she drank nothing but caffeine. You know, she drank nothing but any drinks, no water, and had so much caffeine in her system and she wound up dying of a heart attack and that was my wake-up call. And... You know, and then I stopped, and, um, well, actually before then I stopped for a while, and then I started again, I thought, huh, oh, maybe I can go through, you know, maybe I can have it once in a while, but then I saw the news report, and that was, like, my total wake-up call, and I stopped for a while, and then, um, when I was, um, trying to stop drinking, um, I went back to energy drinks, and I realized that, um, you know, I was trying to feed, um, I was replacing one addiction with another and well, I was going back to my old addiction and I realized that I couldn't do that. And I just, you know, stopped period, you know, I stopped with the alcohol, I stopped with the uh, energy drinks and I just stopped with that. And... Then, um, you know, as I was, you know, I'm trying to lose weight and then I started, um, and then I started, uh, drinking, um, Mountain Dew. Well, I started at first with, uh, Mountain Dew Zero, Mountain Dew's, uh, Spark Zero. Um, I saw the commercials for it, then I saw it one time and I thought I might give it a chance and I had one, it's like zero calories, zero sugar, and like there was some sodium, but, uh, and then I started drinking it and I liked the taste of it. And then I started, and from then I started drinking regular, um, the regular spark. And... And then before you knew it, I was like buying like eight bottles and when I would go grocery shopping and, um, you know, my mom realized it and my mom was like, okay, you know, you need to stop. You're buying too much of this. And, um, and if you, you know, look at some of my videos on my, um, my Instagram pages, you know, or, you know, I would be, uh, eating or having a. You know, I'd be eating with a Mountain Dew, and and then I would, um, you know, and then it'd start with the um, Mountain Dew watermelon, and then there was the Voltage, and um, and 
then it was uh, the Bajas, and then the Code, um, the Code Reds. And the thing about it is, like, I've never been a soda person. Like, I had a Coca-Cola one time, and I didn't like the taste. And I, you know, I didn't like anything with a fizz. So I didn't like, uh, you know, orange soda or orange. Um, I mean, I had a, I mean, I would, I remember having a Fanta, uh, Fanta like, uh, years ago when I went to a Asperger's Association group. You know, that's when Fantas was starting to become popular, you know. Wanta, Fanta, don't you wanna, Wanta, Fanta, <laughs> you know, and, um, but I was never really a soda person, I, I just never got into soda, and then, um, and, you know, here I am, I'm finding myself, uh, drinking a lot of, uh, Mountain Dews, and, you know, with these Mountain Dews, I was, um, I found myself drinking two or three bottles a day and and then I looked on the back and there was like milligrams of caffeine and one of those uh, I think yeah it was the uh, spark zero the spark zero had um, it had a hundred and eleven milligrams of caffeine and the regular spark um, had um had about like 94 milligrams and another one of the bottles had 91 94 i mean i mean that was i mean that's a lot of caffeine and i find myself uh not sleeping pretty well i find myself uh being getting jittery and um and what have you and i realized it was becoming an addiction and so this week and also this weekend was my last time uh, drinking Mountain Dew. And when I was trying to wean myself off it, at first I was like, okay, why don't I take some time off, not drink it for a while, and then I'll drink it for uh, SummerSlam. And then, but when I saw the milligrams of caffeine and I just was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna stop, period. So I am no longer drinking Mountain Dew. And so I am done with Mountain Dew. I'm done with soda, period. Uh, for me, it's just water, juice, and um, kombucha. Yeah, water, juice, and kombucha. You know, that's all I'm going to be drinking from, from now on. And... You know, replacing one addiction, you know, for... For another, I mean, it, it is very possible. I mean, it's not something that's meant to happen. You know, you don't mean to do it, but, um, you know, it happens. You know, it's like, uh, you know, with a lot of, like, you see a lot of people who are, you know, who used to do heroin, and then once they get off heroin, and, you know, they just become heavy smokers, you know, then they're just like, you know, there's no way I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes because, you know, it was hard enough quitting heroin, and now this is the only vice I have, you know. And, um, yeah, and it was actually, um, one of my history teachers, uh, he had a brother who was, who was addicted to heroin and then he stopped, uh, heroin, but he just couldn't stop smoking because like, you know, you know, he just, uh, he was just so addicted to heroin and then, um, you know, smoking was the only thing, you know, that kept him sane and stuff like that.
and and you know with me you know getting off alcohol you know and um you know i found myself um slowly but surely getting addicted once again to caffeine of course uh this form of caffeine was uh, mountain dew <laughs> so i am officially done with mountain dew and this is going to be my first week without having a mountain dew and um you know and i and my therapist and i we talked about it they said like you know my therapist was like well you know you might start experiencing headaches because you don't have any caffeine in your system and you know um, you might get a little irritable and stuff and and that's true too because uh you know i haven't been sleeping well lately so um so yeah but i'm um but i'm determined to make it through you know i am determined to make it through and uh just like how i'm dealing with alcohol i am taking it one day at a time you know i'm gonna take it one day at a time that's how i'm gonna take my whole life you know i will take it one day at a time and that's all you can do with any addiction and you know and i'm not gonna come out here and say like mountain dew is evil and you should never drink mountain dew and um you know for me you know as someone with um you know with asperger's you know someone who uh, you know once you know it's a thing you know with you know in autism it's like once we like the taste of something we like you know we want it more you know it's um you know once we like the taste of something then we're gonna want more of it you know and that's with a certain food or a certain drink you know and um you know and that's gonna be with anything you know and you know i was talking to my mom about it and i said you know thank god that uh you know i didn't um i never took up smoking you know i mean my mom you know sorry mom i'm putting this out there no i'm not trying to embarrass you or anything um you know my mom smoked you know for years uh ever since she was a teenager i mean she stopped when she had me and my brother and um and she actually uh stopped smoking when i was um you know before i got into high school so that's when uh, she stopped smoking cigarettes and she has since then has not had any cigarettes and um and she says that you know she regrets it because you know it took a long time for her to stop and she never wanted us to start smoking either and we we begged her to stop smoking we begged her to stop smoking and it's a good thing i never turned to you know smoking cigarettes you know i mean i've done pot you know i've done pot and um you know i mean i'm not that addicted to pot you know i'm not saying you know i'll never do pot again you know never say never when it comes to pot but um well i do edibles you know i can't I, you know i don't smoke it i i'll do that i'll do an edible but um but as far as uh, alcohol and caffeine you know it's uh you know it's a no it's a no for me and um and you know once you realize that you know you need to stop then you know you know you get help for yourself you know you 
you talk with a therapist, you talk with your loved ones, and you really try to, you really try your best to really, um, to overcome this, you know, and once again, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, soda is evil, and, you know, soda is the devil, and blah, 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 I'm not for that, okay, you know, I mean, I mean, for me, I can't do the do, you know, I can't do Mountain Dew, can't do Pepsi, can't do Sprite or whatever soda. But if you want to do that, by all means, go ahead. But all I'm saying is, if it gets to a point when you're collecting 12 bottles and you're drinking three or four of those in a day and you're having a hard time sleeping, it's a sign that maybe you need to stop. You know, it's a sign that maybe you really do, um, you know, you really do need to stop. And, and of course, uh, you know, mental, and of course I've talked about how, you know, sleep, you know, it affects your mental health. And, um, you know, for me with someone who struggles with mental health, you know, I, you know, I have a, you know, I just had a dosage in my medication, you know, I need sleep you know, I need good sleep, so, and I haven't taken a nap today, so I'm going to try and get through, uh, the day without a nap, and just try to, um, you know, just, you know, and hopefully I can get a good night's, uh, sleep tonight, you know, once, um, you know, the caffeine stuff, uh, wears off. But, but for anybody else out there, you know, I really, um, you know, I employ, I you know, I employ, I employ you, you know, whatever addiction you have, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, cigarettes, caffeine, and by caffeine meaning coffee, uh, energy drinks or soda, you know, please, you know, don't be ashamed to go reach out for help, you know, please try to get help for yourself or for a friend, you know, it's, you know, it's not weakness, it's a sign of strength because, you know, we all need help at certain times, you know, we all need help, we all need to overcome our demons and by reaching out, that's when we all truly can overcome our demons. Until the age of 40, it is best to gather strength. It is appropriate to have settled down by the age of 50. When discussing things with someone, it is best to speak appropriately about whatever the subject may be, no matter how good what you are saying might be. It will dampen the conversation if it is irrelevant. When someone is giving you his opinion, you should receive it with deep gratitude. 
even though it is worthless. If you don't, he will not tell you the things that he has seen and heard about you again. It is best to both give and receive opinions in a friendly way. There is a saying that great genius, my great genius, matures late. If something is not brought to fruition over a period of twenty to thirty years, it will not be of great merit. When a retainer is of a mind to do his work hurriedly, he will intrude upon the work of others and will be said to be young but able. He will become overenthusiastic and will be considered rather rude. He will put on the airs of someone who has done great works and will become a flatterer and sincere and we talked about behind his back. And the pursuit of one's development, if he does not make great effort and is not supported by others in his advancement in the world, he will be of no use. When one is involved in the affairs of a warrior, such as being a Kayashukor or making an arrest within one's own clan or group. People will notice when the, the time comes if he has resolved beforehand that no one can take his place. One should always take the attitude of standing above others in martial valor. Always feel that he is inferior to no one, and always cultivate his courage. When on the battlefield, if you try not to let others take the lead and have the sole intention of breaking into the enemy lines, then you will not fall behind others. Your mind will become fierce, and you will manifest martial valor. This fact has been passed down by the elders. Furthermore, if you are slain in battle, you should be resolved to have your corpse facing the enemy. everyone were in accord and left things to providence, their hearts would be at ease. If they are not in accord, though they would do acts of righteousness, they lack loyalty. To be at odds with one's companions, to be prone to miss even in frequent meetings, to speak only contemptuous words. All come from a shallow 
foolishness of mind. But thinking of the moment of truth, even though it be unpleasant, one should fix it in his mind to meet people cordially at all times and without distraction, and in a way in which one will not seem bored. Moreover, in this world of uncertainties, one is not even sure of the present. It would be worthless to die while being thought ill of by people. Lies and insincerity are unbecoming. This is because they are for self-profit. Though it is not profitable to have others lead the way or not be quarrelsome or not to be lacking in manners or to be humble. If one will do things for the benefit of others and meet even those whom he has met often before in a first time manner, he will have no bad relationships. Manners between husband and wife are not different from this. If one is as discreet in the end as he is in the beginning, there should be no discord. There is a certain priest who is said to be able to get everything accomplished by means of his cleverness. There is not a monk in Japan today who can oppose him. This is not the least bit strange. There is simply no one who sees through to the foundation of things. Senility is when one goes about doing only that towards which he is most inclined. One is able to suppress and hide this while his vigor is still strong. But when he weakens, the essential strong points of his nature appear and are ashamed to him. This manifests itself in several forms, but there is not a man who does not get senile by the time he reaches 60. And when one thinks he will not be senile, he is already so. It can be thought that Master Iti had a senility of argu argumentation as if to show that he alone could support the house of Nebashima, he went about with a senile appearance to prominent people's houses and chatted amiably with them. At the time, everybody thought that it was a reasonable, but thinking about it now, it was senility. For myself, with that good example, in a feeling that Dodich was overtaking me, I declined to participate at the temple on the 13th anniversary of Lord Mitsushi's death, and I decided to stay more and more indoors. One must get a clear view of what lies ahead.
if one is but secure at the foundation, he will not be pained by departure from minor details or affairs that are contrary to expectations. But in the end, the details of a matter are important. The right and wrong of one's way of doing things are found in trivial matters. According to a story at the Ryutachi, there was a master of the Book of Changes in the Kamigata era who said that even if a man is a priest, it is useless to give him rank while he is under the age of 40. This is because he will make many mistakes. Confucius was not the only man to become unperplexed after reaching the age of 40. Upon reaching the age of 40, both wise and foolish have gone through an appropriate amount of experience and will no longer be perplexed. And that'll do it for today's Mental Health Monday. And before I get out of here, just to give you guys a little preview of what's coming up on the this upcoming week. I already said uh, Friday I'm going to try and do the uh, American Horror Stories uh, watch-along episode. I'm um, going to try and do that. And on Wednesday, it is uh, Wrestle Talk Wednesday. I got uh, some wrestling news and... I'll be giving you guys more of my thoughts on the Vince McMahon case. And we're going to be looking at another classic match from SummerSlam. This time we're going to be looking at SummerSlam 89. We're going to be looking at the rematch between the Ultimate Warrior and the Ravishing One, Rick Rude, for the Intercontinental Championship. And also, continuing in my... Uh, some of selfishness because uh you know this summer i've been doing what i want when i want whenever i want i've been going to karaoke i've been doing doing meetup groups meeting new people new friends and also i've been binge watching uh tv as well and this upcoming weekend i am going to be binge watching some classic WWE home videos on Peacock. Yep. So on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to be spending the entire weekend watching the best home videos out there. So make sure that you all, um, uh, well, if you all have the Peacock, uh, make sure you um, watch some of these videos. And uh, I'm going to be talking about. The videos I'm going to be watching um, this this upcoming weekend on Wrestle Talk Wednesday, and also I'll be doing a review of a classic home video as well. So make sure that you all tune in for that. And it, this has really been a great summer for me. I mean, I've had a tremendous summer, and I'm trying to keep the summer uh, going. You know, meeting new friends, eating good food romance eh, the romance department still working on that coming along slow but uh, i think i'll get there 
and that'll do it. Hope you all enjoy it, and hopefully this will be uploaded today, as well as uh, the other episodes. And until then, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Bye-bye.